Singers, I welcome you to What's New. My name is Ed Peters. We come today to verses 41 through 46 of Matthew chapter 22, the final verses of this chapter. We have just seen Jesus answering the Pharisees' questions concerning the greatest of the commandments. Now, while they huddle together again in order to try to trap him with another question, Jesus asks them a question which is based on Psalm 110. Here are verses 41 to 46, and Matthew writes, Then, surrounded by the Pharisees, he asked them a question. What about the Messiah? Whose son is he? The son of David, they replied. Then why does David, speaking under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, call him Lord? Jesus asked, For David said, God said to my Lord, Sit at my right hand until I put your enemies beneath your feet. Since David called him Lord, how can he be merely his son? They had no answer, and after that, no one dared to ask him any more questions. After this, there are no more verbal attacks against Jesus by these religious rulers. 
they were unable to trap him with their questions, nor were they able to answer his questions. So they determined to put Jesus to death, and they are now moving toward this goal. Now, here with our study is Pastor Henry Harder. I remember conducting a series of Bible studies in a church in Canada, and when it came time for questions, two people dominated. They kept asking questions along a certain direction. I finally realized that they belonged to a certain sect or cult, and they were not at all interested in the truth. They wanted to disrupt the meeting. There is something very irritating about that. Jesus had questions asked by those who really weren't interested in the truth. They just wanted to trap him. They asked him about paying taxes to Rome and about the resurrection when they themselves didn't believe it. He answered them all to the point that the opponents didn't want to debate him anymore. So Jesus took the offensive and asked his opponents a question. That seemed a fair procedure to follow. In the crowd listening to Jesus, Matthew singled out the Pharisees. He writes in chapter 22, 41 to 46, While the Pharisees were gathered together, Jesus asked them, What do you think about the Christ? Whose son is he? The son of David, they replied. He said to them, How is it then that David, speaking by the Spirit, calls him Lord? For he says, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit at my right hand until I put your enemies under your feet. If then David calls him Lord, how can he be his son? That's Jesus' argument. No one could say a word in reply. And from that day on, no one dared to ask him any more questions. Jesus wanted to hear the Pharisees' view on the Messiah of Israel. He wasn't interested in winning a debate. He wanted to win people. He wanted the Pharisees to know what their own scriptures taught about the Messiah. So he asked, what do you think about the Messiah? Whose son is he? The answer was quick in coming, the son of David, they replied. They knew that the Messiah would come in the physical line of the great King David. The Messiah had to be a descendant of David. They were right, of course, as far as they went. They did believe in a coming Messiah, and that Messiah, the promised coming king, would be a physical son or descendant of David. But Jesus wants them to look a little more deeply into their own scriptures. Perhaps the Messiah would be more than just a son of David. Jesus then quotes from one of the great messianic psalms, Psalm 110, verse 1. They recognized this as messianic. David wrote about the Messiah, and David, although he was a great king, called the Messiah Lord. That word Lord is always reserved in the Bible for God. If the Messiah would be just a human descendant of David, then why would David call him Lord? Why would David in this way ascribe deity to the Messiah? Many evidently believed that the Messiah would be just a human descendant of the famous king. Clearly the Messiah would be more than simply a physical descendant of David. According to David himself, he is Lord. 
He is God. Matthew writes, if David called him Lord, how can he be his son? Both Jesus and Matthew argue effectively that the Messiah, son of David, is also Lord. Interesting that the biblical experts of Jesus' day had missed this point. Evidently, Satan did and does not want man to recognize who the Messiah really is. He has blinded the minds of many to his true identity. He is Lord. The flawless logic of Jesus was too much for the Pharisees. Matthew writes that no one could say a word in reply, and from that day on no one dared to ask him any more questions. The Pharisees were not ready to respond to truth, even when clearly revealed in their scriptures. They weren't ready to acknowledge the deity of Jesus, the Messiah of Israel, the son of David. No one dared to answer Jesus' question. If then David calls him Lord, how can he be his son? They couldn't rebut the logic. It was scripture, and the interpretation was accurate, clear, and beyond debate. Perhaps they were convinced, but a man convinced against his will is of the same opinion still. The best logic in the world might convince a person, but it will not make a person a Christian unless there is the will to respond to truth. The minds of these Pharisees was made up against Jesus and no amount of flawless logic and powerful techniques of persuasion could change that. Finally, the Spirit of God must break through the hardness of man's unbelieving minds. I'm sure that many hearing this program will feel like those Pharisees and shut this program off and go on without the Savior. Let me leave you with this word. Like it or not, Jesus is Lord, and he is Lord of all.
What's new is a radio production of Creative Encounters. Our mailing address is Post Office Box 840H, after California, 93263, USA. 